And we're recording. Matt, you shouldn't say that you hope it only kills the poor people. It's not, not the poor. right. No, no, it's you miss right. you misheard. I am part of that group. You're you misheard me. I, I said I hope it only kills the old people. Okay. Oh, no, that's not that's that's not good either because our parents are old. And I don't want them to die yet. Well, with the exception of them, they can live. Well, uh, I give to be fair, they're not poor. Live. You just want the poor old people to die. No, I want the rich old people to really die. That's who <laughs> I really want to go. Oh, no. These rich old fucks. I need oh, them. No. To, I need them to take a fucking hike. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I need them out of there. Damn, Patrick. Get the fuck ass. That fucking guy. Did you see what he said on the news? No. He said that uh, old oh, people. Lieutenant Governor, yes, yes willing to risk his life to save the economy, and that uh, other people his age are as well. You know what they mean by that, right? What they're willing to risk our lives? Yes, to save that, that, the economy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what that means. I'm not a. Yes, that's why I called him this morning and left a um, maybe not great message. I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking clearly whenever I left that message. (laughs) What I said, I just told him I thought he should quit his job. Dude, he is a living, breathing bag of trash. Like what? Like he's a shit. Like how does somebody become that? Like 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 how do you go on live television and say that and then link? to the clip of it on, on your Twitter account. And he's right. just been incommunicado on Twitter today after yeah, that. Because he the can't last, fucking open his phone. Because, <laughs> because I'm sure he's not at his office. He's not at his office. He's, he's somewhere else. Uh-huh. Bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. Um, That's where I'd like to see him. Uh, anyway, we shouldn't, you know what, you know what looks like, good on Dan like, Patrick? Like, what? Fire. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Middle gonna, finger gonna, to the sky. I'm gonna, Freedom I'm of gonna, speech. That was Matt Beery that said that. Um, yes, uh, I said it. I said it. I, um, uh, I, I also said not a great thing, but we're just going to move on. I washed the porch today. I'm feeling very chill. I'm kind very tired. Yeah, right. Uh, Matt Butterfield power washed his back porch. God, which it was, looks cold. What? Last night when you told me you were going to do that, I got super excited because a few years back, I power washed the driveway with my dad, and it was fucking awesome. It's so satisfying. (laughs) Right? And, like, I just didn't want to stop doing it. Eventually. Like, on those videos of, like, where people are cutting up soap on Snapchat shit, it's like, (laughs) yes, fuck, yes. Those don't make as much sense to me because I'm like, why are you cutting the soap? What is the point of cutting the soap? Why not? Well, but why? Why not is because I want the bar of soap. I don't want to deal with a bunch of pieces of soap. Well, now you're just thinking like a Republican. You want all the soap for yourself. That has nothing to do with it. They're sharing the soap for our satisfaction. (laughs) They're wasting the soap. They're not using the soap. (laughs) They don't know how to use it. They don't deserve to have it. (laughs) Oh, well, that's fucking great. But it is very satisfying to uh, power wash any piece of concrete that is covered in shit. (laughs) And I smoked a stogue. And And a a duck ran away with your penis. 
And a duck, yes, yes. <laughs> Matt hit me with a great Tony Soprano bit. <laughs> yes, this is what we're reduced to in quarantine. We'll read our text messages to one another. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> shit going on, man. Not shit. As everybody pretty much knows, I live in the financial district of New York City, which is on a weekday. On a weekday is extremely busy. Yeah. Is it just dead? Dead. Dead. It's so I just scary did, when it's dead down there. It's frightening. I don't I like it. A nice loop and a nice long walk. And I probably saw 15 people. Oh, my God. That's so scary. It's fucking insanity. Guys, I have to reiterate like, OK, one time. Do you remember that terrorist attack in 2017 where that guy drove into a bunch of people down yeah, on, the, the west side. on the west side? And, uh, well, I was on a boat from Governor's <laughs> Island coming back right when that happened. Like the moment it happened, we like went uh, we went to sail to Manhattan right towards the area where it happened. And yeah. um, out of nowhere, the harbor emptied in about like 30 seconds. The harbor emptied, and then all of these NYPD boats were out there with machine guns. We were like, what the fuck is – I was like, what the fuck is happening? And But then some other people had like gotten word as to what had happened. Paul – this one guy – I was with Paul. He got – he learned about it and was freaked out because it was – he lived kind of nearby and um, or that's where his wife and him were staying. And uh, and but I walked through. But the financial district was empty, like yeah. empty at when because it, like it was it went on full lockdown. I'm walking around. There are like hum police Humvees with dudes in full SWAT, like like. Like just walking around with a with AR-15s, going, "Where are you going?" And I'm just like, "Uh, uh, to the J train." And he's like, "Get out of there!" And it was like, "Oh, okay." And then I get to the train, and nobody gives a fuck. Uh, Subway is its own planet with and its it own rules. It was like nothing was going on. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was just like annoyed. They're like, "Why are we sitting here?" <laughs> we have to go now. <laughs> Trying to I'm, get back to Brooklyn. I'm gonna be late. <laughs> I'm gonna miss my connection at Canal. <laughs> it's a fucking uh it's wild, man. I, I can't properly describe it how it is right now because so when that happened, like you said, there were police everywhere. There's not even police. Yeah. Like oh there's my God. Nobody. Wow. The only people out are walking their dogs. And then like occasionally you'll see just like a random person walking down the street. But there's fucking nobody. That's crazy. That's wild. That's right nuts. now at this time of day, 630 is kind of when it starts to peter out. But there's like there's still million, tons of people there's around, like a million people in the neighborhood on the streets at this right. time of day. Right. Like literally, like <laughs> literally when I was walking around between five thirty and six. Oh, my God. I, it's fucking scary, bro. Like, it's just really, really terrifying. I've been wanting to, like, shoot live movies, but I keep getting scared because I'm worried that I'll attract too much attention. 
Yeah. You know, like like Facebook, like I was like, I'm going to go live as Rand Paul's neighbor. And at first <laughs> I was like, that's a great idea. But then I was like, you know, nobody is out right now. And if I just like start screaming and beating up a mannequin while holding my cell phone, I have a feeling I'm going to get shot by the sheriff because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have cops out in Sunnyvale. We only have the sheriff. <laughs> You have the sheriff and his deputies. It's true. And they they circumvent the Constitution whenever needed. <laughs> sheriff's, are fa- sheriff's departments are famous for that. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> John Oliver did a whole story on that a couple weeks oh, ago. Yeah. It Big was time. very enlightening. It was just like, why do we have this when we have funny, police? <laughs> it's a funny thing because every all my friends know that my dad was a cop and was like big time cop in our hometown. And a lot of people mistakenly call him a sh- the sheriff. I and call I always him that get, like, I always you. get kind of like, Ugh. like yeah, don't don't you equate him to a fucking sheriff? Because a sheriff is a politician. Yeah, a sheriff is a politician, and politicians and are garbage. Pretty much. It, and what's crazy to me is that pretty it's like a, it's like it's the old that's like given a gun. <laughs> Got it a badge. <laughs> like imagine if he just gave like Kristen Gillibrand a gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine Mike Pence walking around with a with a fucking Colt 1911 on I his can imagine him doing like, show that. me where the gays are. I can imagine him doing that and like like accidentally popping it off at his desk or something. Oh god. Total fucking nerd. <laughs> With his dumbass hair, <laughs> his weird haircut. It's like when I see his hair, I think of like <laughs> you cut out like a a white circle of felt and put it on top of a mannequin's head. Like that's what his hair looks like. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. All this shit's fucking crazy right now, man. I What's have up, to. So, oh, yes, yes. What? What can I? So, what can I? What can, I've opened the fucking door. What can I do for you? Okay, sir, sir. This is KGB. We heard that you were on the street earlier today. Is this true? Yes or no? Answer my question now. Yes, this is true. Yes and no. Yes and no. You were on the street earlier today. Yes, this is true. Out there as an essential employee to your to your to to your employer. Yes, I have my I have my. Show me your papers. I have my papers. Let me get my. Give me a second. Right now, give me the papers. You are a citizen. Yes. Let me give you the papers. I'll give the papers. Go get your papers. I'm getting the papers. I am the KGB. I am getting the papers. Give me. I'm unfolding the papers. Here you go. Here is my certificate of employment that says that I am an essential employee in New York City and I'm allowed to go to work. This looks fake to me. It's not fake. I promise, KGB. Fat man, you. You are out there. (laughs) You're fat too. No, no, I am. I am an officer of the law. There is. We cannot get fat. We just. You're a fat officer of the law. We get. We get robust and strong. You're an officer of fat law. (laughs) Well, now that you have proved, supposedly proved, I guess I will leave. Peasant. Oh, thank God. I thought I was going to go to the gulag. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Who was that guy? That was weird. Who was that guy? I don't know, but. Seemed a little. I went on. I just muted the conversation until he left because it just seemed kind of awkward. It was very awkward. Very awkward. Why were you like crying? And it looks like you pissed yourself a little bit. 
I didn't piss. Well, well there's uh, like I saw you whenever you stood up to grab that piece of paper. There was fluid uh, flowing all down your waist. It's, it's crotch sweat. Oh, is it? <laughs> I got a hot dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. This whole no, thing. for real. My dick is hot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I so, got panic gummy. That's that's. I have to carry a certificate from my employer that says that I am an essential New York City employee and not to take me to jail. We are living in the Soviet Union. (laughs) There's nothing to do, nothing going on. Nobody has any money and you have to have a a worker's ID. Oh, my God. That's great. And it's cold. And it's cold. And we're all going to get sent to the gulag, a.k.a. Central running Booking. running out of milk. <laughs> They're listening to our conversations. The walls have ears. My, I, I, was, I was telling my mom how busy you guys are at the restaurant still, even though you're only yeah. doing takeout. And she goes, hey. she goes, she goes, is that because is that because there's they're not able to find groceries or food? And I just laughed so hard at her innocence. Like, no, New Yorkers are pieces of shit. (laughs) Listen, Donna, if you listen to the episodes that we post consistently two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I went on a rant about how nothing will stop these motherfuckers from getting their goddamn queso. And I was right. How many people call to complain about their food every night? Because I'm not sure many. it's a lot. Not, really? It's not as many as it was at first. Now yeah. everybody's just happy to have anything. Just to get it, yeah. Because, I mean, there's so many bags. <laughs> so many. Like, there's going to be a couple of fuck-ups. I'm only <laughs> one man. <Yeah. laughs> there's only so much I can do. And I know <laughs> that I've fucked up a few times. The only thing people call about is if we forgot their margarita. Which yeah. that, I understand. Yeah, I would call too. I'd be like, "Hey, don't charge me for that." Yeah, but, that's but it's it. like I you wouldn't know, get all pissy though. It's like people, you know. Normally, you get people like, "You gave me black beans when I asked for refried beans." Yeah, Can I get that's the what I was wondering. Made and delivered, you know? No, no. <laughs> no. People aren't acting like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. No, you can't. <laughs> but we do get uh, twice daily visits from the NYC uh, Department of Buildings. For real. Yes, to check our our <laughs> issued work IDs and to make sure what that we're not thing? serving customers in the restaurant. Wow. Sure every single person that is inside the doors is an essential employee. Well, I guess that makes sense a bit. It does. It's just fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't to the world out there listening. Yeah, okay. I'm not, not saying this. I'm not complaining and I'm not saying this doesn't make sense. I'm just saying it's fucking strange, bro. (laughs) Right. It's it's weird out there, dude. It's weird out there, dude. (laughs) It's a a very weird, weird world that I'm living in in COVID-19 New York City. But I just love Uh, that nobody is getting groceries. People are still just ordering takeout like crazy. Like I, I remember when I moved to New York as one of whatever I first started meeting a lot of people that like openly bragged about, they're like, Oh, I don't cook. Ugh. My kitchen's just for show. 
Well, if I, well, if you have food in your house, you get cockroaches. It's like, I, I, I need food in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, we've done a pretty good job of cooking. We've cooked yeah. pretty consistently. Um, or, you know, scrap together, you know, scrap together something for lunch, cook a meal for dinner. Yeah, well, it's also uh, so it's so easy, I, I guess, to do takeout in New York. Also, you just go down and walk the dog pull, and there's just a Taco Bell phone, right there. Press a couple of buttons and it's at your door in 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow. It's that simple. Yeah, that man. simple here. Delivery. I here. have five apps <laughs> and every single one of them has different restaurants. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, there's a reason why this is the greatest city in the world. <laughs> I know you strongly disagree, but you can still expound the there are virtues to this town. Well, I just I just think it's ridiculous. I don't know. We just I haven't oh, no, the last I, time yeah. I ate out when I when I, the last time I ate out was whenever I went to we're doing brush up rehearsals like once or we were doing them once a week. I don't think we are going to do them as long as there's the stay in place. At least I'm not going to go as long as there's the stay and stay in shelter. Oh, that's right. Y'all are on lockdown now, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in shelter in place or whatever it's called. OK, we're on pause is what they called it. All right. It's an acronym. And I'm going to pull it up because it's <laughs> it's very. Dude, new. did you see that New York City? uh like sex guide. What the knee? Like, I don't oh. know if it's real or not. I think I sent it to you over text message, but it, 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 there's no way it's real like, oh. because there it's like some, but it looks official. It's like this official looking document by the state city of New York, giving people like sex education uh, about, about how to have sex through the, through the, Crisis, and they're like masturbation. You can't spread it through masturbation at all. Just keep that in mind. Only have sex with people that are close to you, like within like proximity, like like fuck your roommates. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's yeah. I mean, it makes it's sense. One of the most insane. And it's all very – they don't obviously don't say fuck your roommates, but they just go through – they're like anal sex is not safe right now. Cuddle, uh, oral sex is not safe right now. Or or not, they don't say not safe, but they're just – I don't know. They're just saying like it, like something safe. <laughs> once you get butts and mouths and, and genitals all together, you can maybe pass a disease, believe it or not. Yeah. That's basically what it says, but it, but it's just so – it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Anyway, what does POFA stand it does for? Serve a, I think it does serve a purpose because this is like probably the most sexually liberal city in America. Oh, New York is horny. New York yeah. is just so weird. It's 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 always been a sex spot. It's it's a yeah. like it's ever ever since its inception. I mean, there was a point in New York's history where uh, I read this in a book called the the village it was about Greenwich Village and early Manhattan and all this stuff and um, there was a point where there was just like no women in New York and so there was this whole group of dudes that would dress up as women and act as prostitutes for all the other dudes and it was just people came to New York just to like see those guys and like experience those like ladies of the night, they called them or whatever. It was like New York, <laughs> like like 
fucking weird sexual history. Weird. Way back, like to the Dutch days. Dude, in 1974, okay? 1974, Times Square was nothing but strip clubs, brothels, and porn theaters. It's crazy to see pictures. Yeah. And so in 19, in the year, in the summer of 1974, I believe it was, it was estimated that the brothels of Times Square serviced 300,000 men a day. That's absolutely disgusting. Can you fucking even Ugh. imagine like, like 300,000 men a day oh my God. in the summer of 74? We're just splooging on hookers. Oh, that's what I was. I was just thinking, like, and then so they many just mops. wash it off, head downstairs, because this was pre-AIDS. <laughs> so many mops. I don't think. I don't think the seventies was pre-AIDS. I think it was AIDS was getting its footing during that time. It was in late. Nobody late had heard of it. Late seventies, early eighties. The first cases in New York City started to pop up around nineteen eighty. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, read a anyway. lot about this because it's fucking crazy. Well, but what's his wh- face had it? Uh, Robert Maplethorpe, he had it. He got it in the sixties. He had AIDS in the sixties. He got sick in the sixties, but they didn't know what AIDS was, and I don't think that he was diagnosed until much later. Oh, okay, because I the first I heard of it like being the first I've read of it being widespread was and everybody that worked in the sex industry in the 70s said there were no consequences and no rules yeah but then like the 80s hit and they were like it it all ended it was over it was done as it should Um, (laughs) because when there's an outbreak people have to make sacrifices and that if anything is how we got to this moral of this podcast today which is why new york city so many what so many mops so many mops and that and this all leads us to the fact of why New York City is on pause. New York State is on pause. Pause stands for policies assure uniform safety for everyone. Well, they forgot that F in there. I know, it's, but it's lowercase F. Pause. It's a lowercase F. Pause. So doesn't count. Pause. <laughs> pause. Fee. Pause. Fee. Pause. Fee. That's what it is. No, the F is lowercase. You know how acronyms work, Matt. If it's a lowercase, it doesn't count in the greater whole word. Yeah, sure. Okay. You know how this works. (laughs) You're not a dunce. I believe in you. No, that's, I mean, if you need it to work that way, that's how it works. Exactly. And that's how the government. If you need to break the rules and not do what an acronym is. That's how it works. <laughs> You're right. But, you know, this is our life now. This yeah. is going to be our life for the foreseeable future. They say we're on pause until April 19th and it could go longer. Um, everything's really fucking weird and it's strange. And it's a weird thing. I'm actually not having as hard a time staying home as I thought I would. Yes, I went for a walk today. That was just to listen to some music and go for a walk. Yeah. But since there's actually nothing going on and I'm I'm not missing out on anything, you know, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's I guess. Looking out the window and not seeing a soul. That's fucking creepy. I'm just it's so creepy unbelievably bored by everything 
<laughs> that's I true. Mean, I always am just in general, but like now it's just especially <laughs> true. You're, like, you're the male, you're the 31 year old male version of Daria. I loved Daria as a Daria is fucking fantastic. This week was... on Six Ad World. <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend Daria? I would very much recommend Daria. And yeah. I also recommend a few other things because oh, it's yeah? time for We're all gonna We're all gonna die. It's our only guarantee. So just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on Matt Podcast. Recommends Recommends everybody. What do you got? I big got, boy. Hey, big boy. So uh, one of our favorite comedians, one of our favorite fellow fats. Two of world. our favorite comedians. Yeah, actually, two of our favorite comedians. I'm going to start off with Hey, Big Boy by Bert Kreischer. My big fat racist hero, Bertie Boy. <laughs> um, very good special. It was a lot of the stuff that we saw at town hall, uh, a yeah, little over a, a year ago. Uh, yeah, it's very good. I laughed. I laughed. Uh, we were obviously it was retreaded material for us. Cause we've seen him live. We have see every podcast that he's on. Yeah. Uh, you made a very interesting point when we yeah. were talking about it. Uh-huh. And it's that his energy is hard to capture. It really is. Because when we saw him that night, I I can't properly verbalize the energy. I didn't think it was possible for a person to be that funny. I was like bent over with tunnel vision. I was running (laughs) out of air, laughing so hard. (laughs) And it's just. But but the special, I don't know. I wasn't there with the special, but I still recommend you watch it. It's really funny. I think if you haven't seen Bert live, you'll love it as much as we did secret time before we saw Bert live. Right, right, right. But when you if you get an opportunity after this shit is over to see Bert Kreischer live, it's some of the best money you're going to fucking spend. Absolutely. It's so fucking good. And that special is really great. Um, He just, you know, he talks about his life and tells funny stories. His daughters are fucking insane. Especially his youngest daughter, Isla. And Isla's a crazy person. She is absolutely incredible. I, I love, love that You're going to marry Isla. No, don't say that. What the when fuck? She's 25 years old. You guys are going to meet. Don't. Pause. Break. <laughs> Not talking Policies about it like that. Sure. Uniform safety for everyone. <laughs> um, I'm joking, but, obviously. You're a 31 year old Texan. She's hilarious. That this kid is hilarious. Bert is hilarious in the way that he talk, talks about her. And I don't know. Some of like when I first saw the trailer, the trailer like has this really crass moment in it. And I was just like, Ugh, Bert, really? But then once they got to that part in the special, he just told the story in such a it's so funny. It's so good. It's the one about like when his wife walks in on him watching porn. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. If you just see a clip from it, it's like, ugh, dude, okay, that's fair. That's a little low hanging fruit. But then he really, like, dives deep into it, and it's so yeah. good. 
The great thing with Bert is he's a phenomenal storyteller. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like he is the, he's that type of guy. And even if he wasn't who he is, like he'd be at the bar holding fucking court. Right. Everybody be gathered around listening to him spin a yarn because right. the man can tell a story and that's right. his style of comedy. And it and works. Uh, it works. We recommend it highly. And highly. His, his buddy and fellow podcaster, uh, they have a podcast together called Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, uh, Tom Segura released Ball Hog today. Now, you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. No. I'm very I have, excited. and I was blown away. First sentence out of his mouth, laugh out loud funny. He's He's masterful at working in a bunch of inside jokes, but having the joke stand on its own. So if you're a fan of Tom Segura, you're going to fucking love this special. (laughs) He just works like every phrase from your mom's house in, but but he, uh, he doesn't get glassed. It's like your mom's house in the last two or three years. But, um, but, uh, it's just, but, but he does it. He does it in a way that like, where he's just telling a totally separate story about his kid. You know what I yeah. mean? Or, yeah, or yeah. his mother, the stuff about <laughs> his mom. Oh my God. She, she's, she's just like, she's a total dream killer. I just learned. I can't talk to her cause she's a total <laughs> dream killer. I told her I was going to go pursue comedy and showbiz. And I did all these steps and did all this stuff to go get set up to move out here. And she was like, Oh, that's great. Uh, why don't you go work at the post office? <laughs> that is and for years wow. she would just pressure him to go to work at the post office and he was always just like why would i work at the because there was certain points in his life where he would be making less money and right? she was just like and she was just like it's a job you will always have it, it, it like she, you know she's an immigrant that, that, right. there's that. It's, it's the immigrant mentality of, of yeah. security Right, right. But risk, now they are a risk adverse community and it makes total sense. Right. I'm not right, shitting on it. It's right. Just right. Culture. Right. And uh, and he even like talks about that, you know, obviously. But um, right. but then he just wrote once because now Tom Segura is like one of the biggest names in comedy because yeah. of his specials on Netflix a few years ago. He was one of the first comics that like got a lot of recognition on it. On Netflix now, everybody's got a fucking special, but you know what I mean. Um, oh, yeah. uh, and so he now, now that now he's just like rubbing it in her face, sending her on lavish vacations, buying her incredibly nice bags, and his mom and just being like, yeah, what if I worked at the post office? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sneaking up on her in the kitchen. Yeah, oh. popping popping off a fart and then putting it on social media. <laughs> there is, oh yeah, that was incredible. There's Phenomenal. a story about him sneaking up her on the kitchen on Christmas Day. That is one of the most fucked up and hilarious things I've ever heard anyone say. Oh. Like he's, it's so funny, it's so good. Can't I recommend it. it enough. And. Man. I was just looking at our list of recommendsies today, and it's all, all Netflix. Netflix. All Can you Netflix. tell that we're on fucking lockdown? Yeah. We're <laughs> just sitting on our asses. <laughs> Quarantine. 
Quarantine. <laughs> so the other Netflix show that we recommend. <laughs> wild, is, uh, wild country. Dude, this show is fucking wild. Right. You're I mean, it's a couple years old, so you're a little behind. Yeah, but, definitely. I know I'm behind. It is. I remember watching it and just being blown away at all of those white weirdos calling themselves like 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 Sandorsan and or like uh, Maharaja and Maharaja <laughs> all having weird hairy 76 together such <laughs> a strange whole deal and it's funny because the way that the podcast the podcast the way that the, the series is told you can't I couldn't decide who to root for oh like, no it's like because the because Obviously, the cult is a fucking cult. Right. And there's a lot of negativity that goes along with being a cult. I mean, and they're, they're trying to take over. People. They're poisoning homeless people. They're trying to take over this. They take over a city. Then they try to take over a county with the ultimate goal of taking over a whole state. Yeah. And it's very not cool. Very. No. Un, it's very undude. Yes. Um, it's, it's, super, <laughs> it's the opposite of chill. Right. <laughs> But on the op- on the other hand, you've got the town of Antelope and its citizens who are a bunch of bumblefuck, racist, backwards hicks that are, like, <laughs> threatening them with guns and oh, then yeah. complaining when the cult gets guns to defend yeah. themselves. And like, <laughs> it's like the, like the cult, like, sees that, like, people are moving in on them who are armed and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck? And yeah. they're like, I guess we better get guns. And then they stock up on guns. And then and then the, these hicks with their guns go run into town council and are like, those cults have guns. Like they're waving their guns, <laughs> pointing at the cult. Like, look at yeah. them. They have guns. And it's like, can you believe it? All we did was threaten to shoot them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like 911 has only existed for three years. and <laughs> isn't oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like, and like, like so, all this fucking like a lot of the rhetoric from the town folk, like they're bringing evil. We, yeah. It's our duty as good Christians to stop evil. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't I can't do it with these people. There's only there's one person that I root for. And her yeah. name is Sheila. Sheila. Well, you can't you've really seen this. Sheila. I know. I know. I know. I know. But because Sheila, because the thing about this cult, like we said, they're a cult. It's right. not what's going on there is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's all this weird like wife swapping, which is fine. But then it's like kind of non-consensual not wife swapping. And then it's, you know, p- people's possessions are getting seized. And then it's you're, you're getting cut off from your family. And then it's uh, and then it's uh, oh, now you now all the young girls have to go fuck the guy with the beard. And then yeah. and, and, and then, then it's sh- voter fraud. And, yeah. and then it's voter fraud. And then, and then they try to rig elections. The <laughs> they start poisoning their people. And what they like, what do they do? They put like fluoride in the beer or something yeah they put something in the beer that would so they so let me just say they brought in a bunch of homeless no it wasn't lsd they brought in a bunch of homeless people they took buses all around the country and brought in a bunch of homeless people to vote because oregon's voter laws are insanely liberal like at at this time like as a liberal yeah 
as a liberal, I say they're too liberal. Um, like all you <laughs> had to like, do. Was, oh, you're here. Go ahead and vote. <laughs> yeah. All you had to do was have lived in Oregon for 20 days oh and my. be 18. That's it. So they bring in all these thousands of homeless people from all over the country. And they, you know, obviously they make them feel right at home. They give clothes, shelter, fucking doctors, dentists, because this cult also is filthy fucking rich. Right. Because they're because they're just taking everybody's money and they're recruiting people like lawyers and doctors yeah. and they are recruiting rich people. Yeah. And they're also selling merch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're highly capitalized on their fucking vision and who they are. They're selling books and mugs and all kinds of shit. And so um, what they do is they – when the city council decides to block them from registering to vote, which is apparently some sort of constitutional clause that can be invoked and has only ever been done twice in American history, and this was one of them. Um, they come back to the cult compound outside of Antelope, Oregon, in the middle of butt fucking nowhere, and one of the homeless guys goes to Sheila, the bad bitch spokesperson yeah. of this cult, and he like starts choking her, <gasps> and then she decides, all right, we got to get these homeless people out of here. So at the end of every work shift, the homeless people were given two beers apiece. And they put some sort of chemical in the beer that would make them pass out. And then they would all wake up on a park bench 200 miles away. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so crazy. Yeah. And now Sheila, like she would go on Donahue and be Uh like, if you don't like what we're doing, then fuck you. Yes. (laughs) In the 70s on television, just dropping F-bombs. Like, like. It's so fucking incredible. To she's watch like this. rallying the troops at the compound, and she's like, "This fucking bitch thinks she can tell us what to do." Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> she was a bad mama jamma. Not a good person. No, not it at all. Scary. But there's something about that attitude that kind of gets me. Oh, it's attractive. Randy in the panties. It's it's attractive. It's attractive for sure. Because oh, yeah. it's just so powerful, and like, if if you were if if you had given everything to that woman, you would probably be like, hell yeah, you know hell what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just be like, she wasn't even the leader. No, she was. She was the like, leader's right hand. Right, right. She was the hand of the leader. The leader was this creepy old dude with a long beard, who like, I don't even know what the what they believed. Well, I mean, well, it was just. Hippie shit, he right? Created like some sort of type of uh, therapy. Yeah, it was like four step process to therapy that included meditation and stuff. And like he hated the society, he hated the system, and but love Rolls Royces. <laughs> oh, yeah. They really fed on like the baby boomers who didn't buy, who like bought in because they're baby boomers and that's what they had to do at the time. Yeah. They bought into what they were supposed to do in society, but then became disillusioned with it. Right. And like, Oh, there's no way out. And then he was just like, Hey, hey come over here. I've got yeah. candy. We have, we have maroon polyester. <laughs> I drive a Bentley. Yes. You cannot drive. Oh no. Sorry. It was a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. No, he loves. Don't Rolls touch Royces. it. Don't look don't, at it. Don't even think about it. Don't it go. Go to the tent. Go <laughs> to the gulag. 
our final um, uh, final recommends is something again that I have seen and you have not. It is yeah. called Tiger King, and it is the story of Joe Exotic. Now we've talked about last podcast before. They blocked Matt on Twitter. It's a whole thing. But Joe Exotic is a, this guy. is a is a, uh, a recurring character on or was a recurring character on side stories as he was a guy that owned a private zoo with around 200 tigers in wow. like in Oklahoma. <laughs> and oh, really? It sounds very Florida to me. Uh, well, Florida gets involved. Oh, okay, uh, good. There's it ain't weird if it these. doesn't involve Florida. I haven't watched the whole series yet, and I don't remember everything that happened, but I do know that he is in jail right now for setting up a hit job. Great. On this guy? woman. It was there was this other woman that hates him because <laughs> she's just like he he's hoarding all these cats. He's ruining their lives. And these are magnificent creatures. And then you go to her house and you know what she does, Matt? She goes what? and rescues these cats and then keeps them in her backyard. Great. That's it's how like, you do it. it, it it's just, just jealous. She just wanted the cats. Literally, it's it's just this woman is like trying to sue him and put him out of business just so she can have the cats in her backyard. And it, and she does this and she does it like with this whole speech of. Uh, you know, she, this is a sanctuary. I'm not charging people to come in. These, these cats don't have to put on a show, blah, 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 which is, you know, all fine and good, I guess, because the Joe exotic is absolutely like doing dangerous shit at his private zoo. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, it's Steve Irwin shit, like, but yeah. more ridiculous like because the thing about joe exotic <laughs> also is that he has a bleach blonde mohawk mullet he oh, is yeah. he is he has like joe dirt facial hair he is <laughs> wiry ripped so he's skinny but he's got cut muscles and he is gay as the day is long oh man and and in. into like leather and cat shit and all of this weird shit just like gets put out about his life in, in this whole drama where he ends up trying to kill the, get this woman killed. There's all these other people that are in the cat community that are like his supporters and, and they all have something to say about the situation. And they're talking to all of these just fucking weirdos, Matt. These people are just they and they're all in Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, all of that whole Dixie like fucking <laughs> like finger your cousin like part of the country. Like like it's just <laughs> like rich people with money they don't know how to spend. They're just like, I'm going to move to Odessa, Texas with my five million dollars and purchase 30 tigers. <laughs> that's like, like that's, and then that's just what they do. That's and they what all do with my natural gas rights. Like, like they all have like big blown out blonde mullets, except for the type. The lady is like this hippy dippy lady. Like fighting all these rednecks. Holy shit. Sounds it's, like I'm in for a goddamn journey. It's incredible. 
can't. It's number one it. on Netflix right now. Oh, I believe it because it's just it's insane. I'm so in. <laughs> I'm so in. I can't I, wait to check it out. Check it out. And speaking of checking this shit out, why don't you check this shit out? Check. Check this shit out. I can't believe it. The Tokyo Olympics have been postponed until 2021. It's insane. The only other time this, the Olympics have ever been postponed or canceled is during World War One and World War II. Like, we're World War territory. This is fucking wild. It needs to happen, though. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it makes sense. Like, everything we're talking about today... Makes sense and needs to happen. But that yeah. doesn't mean that, like... It's not weird uh, and it doesn't suck. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I was telling Matt before we start, before we hopped on recording, we have a, a regular at my restaurant who, like, four years ago, him and his buddies were sitting watching the opening ceremony of the Olympics, and we're like, you know what? It's four years. It's in Tokyo. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. And mm-hmm. so for four years, they saved and they planned. They uh, got tickets, which apparently it's insanely difficult to actually get tickets to Olympic right. events. I'm sure it is. But they got tickets to five events, including one of the last like two or three days of track and field, which Ooh. are the most coveted. That's the most coveted shit. Right. I would love to go to that. Right. But they were going to go. They had everything planned. It was all booked. They had their tickets. It was going to be the trip of a fucking lifetime. And now, you know, they're not going. Now, I need to text not going. See how not he's doing. Ne- <laughs> not till next year, at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be. I'm sure. You know, I'm easy sh- to rebook. Look, the the hotels and shit would be fucking stupid to not just transfer everything over. Oh yeah, everything's going to be like be an easy fix, but like, yeah. you already waited four years, and now you got to wait a whole nother. It's like. Damn. Yo, first world problems, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it sucks. It sucks. Sucks. <laughs> I'd be so bad. Oh, my God. And plus, it's in Tokyo, which is just right? like, where are they going to put the Olympics in Tokyo? Well, it's all over the country. Oh, I thought it was in yeah. Tokyo. Well, yeah, yeah. The epicenter is in Tokyo. National Stadium was completely redone in Tokyo. They re- they built some new arenas and stuff. But like the stuff, the outdoor stuff that takes up a lot of room is going to be like Kyoto and um, the yeah, different places. I forget the name of the fucking. There's a town up north. There's name I can't remember that's hosting a handful of events. Kyoto's hosting a handful of events. Okay. Um, down um, Osaka's hosting some events and mm-hmm. Okinawa as well okay so it it's countrywide but um this yeah fuck, this fucking blows dude fucking sucks crazy it's yeah. historical i mean it's the very- olympics the, the olympics are i don't know they're like christmas or some shit like like they're it's just always something that you watch yeah we, man i always watch the olympics them. yeah and it's i don't fun- even get, give a shit about those sports. I just like to watch and watch us win because we're America, baby, and we use oh, steroids. Like, I never in a million years would ever give a flying fuck about gymnastics, but... It's Simone Biles? Simone Biles is fucking amazing to watch. Superhuman. Superhuman. Her and uh, Allie Reisman are just like... 
amazing to watch them fucking do their thing. It's incredible. And then when you get to like um, the relay, the track relays, the 100 meter dash, it's so fucking great because it's the peak of human performance. You're seeing, you're literally watching people that are the best that have ever done it because it all every you know every cycle they get better and better and better you're literally watching the physical peak of human performance and it's i love it i love the olympics i don't give a shit if you jump down people want to jump down my throat about that you can go fuck your mother like i love the olympics i don't, I don't think anybody's gonna jump down your throat no there's a lot of little fucking head there's a hot lot of those you know those people that hate everything oh uh, yeah you know okay. the type I'm talking about. Sure. They, just, yeah, they yes. hate everything. If yeah. anybody makes money off of it, they hate it. <laughs> well, the Olympics are technically a nonprofit organization. Yeah. but Kind of like yeah. the NFL. Exactly. Oh, well, they're not anymore. They lost their nonprofit status. Really good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Tax the NFL. But I heard clergy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be woke. It's got to go both ways, baby. Tax my football. I'm taxing your church. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, there you go. This is about to be one of the most ambitious things we've ever tried ever. One of the more historic segments on this show. Let me get it. Get it. Not fucked up. All right. Um, But we're just going to go for it. I hope you're ready for it. All right, everybody. Three, two. Don't at me, bro. 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 Don't. Oh no. No, do not at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Every single goddamn motherfucking thing in the world right now. All of it. We're taking everything on. Every Fuck single it bit off. of it. <laughs> Donald Trump and his war on the media. Don't at me, bro. COVID virus. Don't at me, bro. Lieutenant Fuck Governor Dan Patrick. Don't Dan, at me, bro. Dan Patrick. Don't you dare at me, you motherfucker. Kanye Ooh, West. Is- don't at me, bro. Kim Kardashian. How dare you betray Taylor Swift like that? Don't at me, bro. All you dickhead celebrities singing one line of Imagine and thinking oh, you're helping somebody, no. don't at me, bro. That, I nearly fucking threw my phone into a my into my television when I saw that. <laughs> oh, that made me so imagine no possessions like your big fucking house, like the big fucking house that you live in with, with your Porsche. If you try. To imagine that Gal Gadot. Listen, <laughs> you have beautiful eyes, and I would sacrifice any. I would sacrifice a child in front of you just for one night with you. But fuck you for don't ah, don't at me, bro. <laughs> All you fucking assholes partying on the beach in Miami, giving each other fucking STDs and coronavirus. <laughs> And uh, and letting all these fucking boomers think that you're millennials. You're not yeah. millennials. We're better than you. We're sitting at home with our anxiety that we Take live with heat. 24-7. Don't fucking at me, bro. Take the heat, Zoomers. Take the heat. Don't If you hear people saying millennials are on spring break, raise your hands. Say it's not millennials. It's us, Generation Z, the morons that are at the beach. Don't <laughs> at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Do not... At me, bro, you motherfucking piece of shit. 
birds. Fucking birds. They're birds. Back and they're louder than ever. Don't have me. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Enjoying my freedom. I can fly away from all the disease and sorrow in the world. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm trying to fuck. I'm a bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Fuck you. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro, you fucking planetary warriors that are like, oh, all the world needed was a break from humanity. It's like, yeah, we know that the world is like dying. We yeah. know that. But shut yes. the fuck up. I shut get it. Fuck up. Guess what's a Don't part of that world? Oh. Don't at me, bro. Guess who's a part of this world? Humans. We rule it. We rule it and we destroy it. It's our right to, but we shouldn't. I'm losing my mind with this. Don't at me, bro. I think I'm. Don't think at me, Albar. Don't at me, Albar. Trying to take away habeas corpus, trying to circumvent our inalienable rights that are granted to us by quote unquote God, the Constitution. Don't at me, bro. Bro, bro, bro. Oh, I just got a text saying volume down. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> Don't at me, Donna, telling us to turn the volume down. We're in here trying to save our lives. We're trying right. to save our minds. Don't at me, Donna Butterfield. All right. Donna Scott Butterfield. <laughs> I know her middle name's not Scott. It's not. It's, I don't care. Donna Scott Butterfield. <laughs> Okay. Don't at me, Wicked Witch of the West. Hey, oh, hey, you're melting. Don't at me, bro. Oh, I'm exhausted after that. Oh, man, I got a lot of problems. Yeah, we got a lot of rage pent up. Um, uh, don't at me, NRA. I don't Just know if I meant all of that, but uh, I think I did. Uh, so uh, I guess that's the podcast for this week. <laughs> and, um... You know, we'll go ahead and I'll say I'm at, at MattBerry06 on all the social media. Uh, I'm at Twitterfield on Twitter. Uh, check out my website, MattButterfield.net. Uh, hit us for, up on hit us up in the emails at MattOnMattPod at gmail.com. Um, I guess that's it. And I guess we're going to let Matt take us out. Oh, are we doing this? Original song. Oh, yeah. I know you people from San Marcos circa 2009 are missing this one. Are you guys ready? It's the Butterfield 8 covering Phantom Lynn. Run!
It was, it was all just a fever dream. 